episode of Progress, Potential, and Possibilities, discussions with fascinating people designing a better tomorrow for all of us. I'm your host, Ira Pastor. Uh, welcome, everybody, again to another episode of our show with another fascinating individual who's helping to create a better tomorrow for all of us. Uh, as a little background to today's show, um, an ostomy uh, is defined as a, a surgical opening uh, that's made in the skin uh, when there is a problem with one part of the body that's not allowing that part of the body to function well. Um, common uh, sort of subcategories are the colostomy, which is a surgical opening created in the colon or the large intestine. Uh, and ileostomy is similar, but it's in the small intestine. And there are also urostomies, which are surgically created to help drain urine from the body. Uh, a variety of conditions can cause uh, the requirement for an ostomy, including infections, um, cancer, uh, gunshot wounds, you know, the list goes on. Uh, currently, there are about three quarters of a million people living in the United States alone with ostomies, including thousands of children, uh, an equivalent amount in Europe. Uh, and when you think about uh, not just the physical issues that go along with ostomies in terms of irritation or leakage or infection or potential for hernias, as well as the emotional issues that may be associated, one can see uh, the major life challenges uh, for adults, let alone children. And, and that's why we're so honored today to be joined by Campbell Dwyer, who uh, is an author, uh, an advocate, uh, but also a multiple colostomy, ileostomy survivor. Uh, by the age of four, she had gone through something like three surgeries. She's had something like 10 surgeries in her life. And after the 10th, she felt rather compelled to uh, try to do something bad, especially on the, the front with children to inspire and encourage uh, them through these personal challenges. Uh, Campbell's just debuting her first children's novel called My Silly Illy, which is this comical introduction to helping children understand what's happening to their bodies when they have an ostomy. Uh, so we're going to talk about a lot of the really interesting topics today. Uh, Campbell Dwyer, thank you uh, so much for taking the time out of your schedule to come talk to us for a little while today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Well, it all started, like you said, when I was three years old and I was diagnosed with a congenital disease called Hirschsprung's. And that has spawned many issues throughout my life. It started with two colostomies that were able to be reversed. And then later in life, I did have to have a permanent ileostomy. While I have been recovering from these surgeries, I started doing some research to see what was out there to champion these children. And there's very little. You know, as adults, we can get on online forums and read different books. But for children, there's really a limited selection of books to help them understand. I'm a huge advocate for children reading. So I decided to write this book. I had no idea if anyone would be interested. I just wanted to help a few children. That was my goal. I ended up submitting my manuscript to hundreds of publishers around the world and just as many agents. I received rejection after rejection after rejection, <laughs> but I didn't give up. I knew that someone would see the importance and they did, thank goodness. So in addition to this debut book, uh, 
I'm also writing two additional books to follow. Very exciting. The, you know, it's a, I, I can only imagine, you know, not what I mean, I, I have, I have high blood pressure at the age of 52. Uh, but aside from that, not, not a lot of personal chance. I can only imagine starting out uh, as, as you did at the age of four uh, with, with something like this. Can you, can you take us back a little bit and sort of, you know, what this was like for you at that age? I mean, what was uh, explained to you at the time, and, and I've never heard of this condition, if you can talk about a little bit about what it is, sure. uh, and then what, you know, your parents said to you, uh, obviously you didn't have tools or uh, books like My Silly Ellie at the time, uh, what, what was it like, if you remember, as a four-year-old saying, wow, they're going to cut a hole in my body, and what, take us on a little bit of that early, what it was like for a child, uh, a right. child it Campbell Dwyer. Yeah, it was so scary. You know, I didn't know what was happening. My parents were scared. And, you know, that was not at a time where the internet was readily available at our fingertips. So I can remember my parents taking notes on the paper covering the exam tables, trying to retain what was being told to them. I now know that there was a huge difference in supplies then versus supplies now lots of leaks. There wasn't, there just wasn't the science, I guess, behind it on how to make these ostomies stick better to skin on children that are active and want to be on the go all the time. So very different times. So thank goodness that the scientists have come up with much better appliances to make life easier. So Hirschsprung's, is a disease that's loss of nerve in the colon. So as a child, they did these two colostomies. They were able to, like I said, reverse them, but it definitely has led to a lifetime of issues. So my struggles, I hope, will be just a sign of hope that yes, you can live. Yes, you can go on. Times won't always be super easy. They won't be full of rainbows and cupcakes every day with butterflies flying, but life does go on and it does get easier. My life has drastically changed since getting this permanent ileostomy. And I, you know, not to, I guess, get too graphic or, or, or sort of think of the sad side of this, but, um, Obviously, you know, you're just mentioning the tools, the, the different uh, supplies and, and, and the ways to uh, make things stick to the body better and clean uh, and, and obviously the odor component of this. Uh, just, you know, take us also through sort of what, you know, children, some of the other things that children may experience. I mean, I think that, oh gosh, you know, uh, having to, you know, hang out in the locker room and get changed for something or go to a birthday party and, oh, I have to use the, take us through some of these things that we might just, you know, think about on a daily basis, but that you as a, as a youngster and children, unfortunately have to experience. You know, I think the biggest thing that children go through that continues through adulthood is a change of clothes, right? So you, you are depending on these appliances to stick. You know, it doesn't stop you from living. So you're still going to the pool. You're still being active outdoors. You are going to sweat. 
So making sure that you have the necessary tools. And I do touch on that in the book to allow children an understanding and to be accepting. It's a tough road, but children are resilient. Adults are too. But giving children the tools to understand and even to teach, you know, there can be bullies in the world from children to adults. So I do want this series to give children the confidence to say, I'm alive. I have little things that I might need to do, but I am alive and I'm here and I'm healthy. Wonderful message. Uh, Talk a little bit about writing the book in the sense that uh, I I don't know, you know, your background before that, but uh, had you had any experience doing this type of writing? And then obviously, you know, it's a children's book and there's all sorts of cartoons and illustrations and that take us through like what it was like putting it all together because I've never you know it was very exciting literally every day I was learning something new so the next book should be a little bit smoother I do have an amazing illustrator who I work very closely with and she was able to bring my vision to life I am not an artist. (laughs) I have no talent in that realm. But when I went to her and said, this is what I'm thinking, she said, okay. And she ran with it. And it truly has been a match made in heaven. But writing the book itself, you know, the targeted market, the ages are birth to 12. So you have to make sure the verbiage is right. It can't be too extreme. I'm not writing to physicians or adults. I'm writing to children. It has to be relatable to them. So it has been exciting and challenging on a lot of levels, but I am so happy that I have chosen to go down this road and make a difference. What are the, are the next two books going to give us a little hint on what, are they going to be focused on the same topic or... Yeah, so the next book is actually about going to school. Ah. You know, that's a big one. A tough one. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you don't have a yeah, it's always tough for all of us. So go ahead. Take us yeah, on so the, the next one is about going to school. And I really think it's going to touch on some great topics, especially pertaining to inclusion and diversity. And it's okay to be different. We're all different to some degree. We shouldn't be the same. This doesn't define these children. It's keeping them alive and allowing them to grow up. And uh, just thinking, because, you know, I, I, sp- I spent my earlier career in the in the pharmaceutical industry and not as much sort of the ostomy business, though I know people sort of in that domain. Um, any, obviously it's early days, but I know you've been getting a lot of uh, contacts from from children and people all around the world saying, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, Any sort of future visions in terms of, hey, uh, partnering up with some of the the companies that are make these devices or these supplies and, you know, putting these books in in, uh, physicians' offices or other areas that they can use, not just, you know, when the patient's at home, but hey, you know, let's read through this together. This is how you use this and so forth. Sorry, I'm babbling a bit here, but go ahead, take that one if you would. Absolutely. You know, I want these books to be available to all children going through this. I don't want it to be just limited. I also would like for children who don't have ostomies to be able to read them 
and have an understanding, you know, that comes back to the diversity. We're all different. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, any other, uh, any other messages, uh, for, well, let's say messages. Um, I saw that uh, sort of in the social networks, you're, you're getting, you know, even the book just, I think it just hit Amazon, what, last week or so? A couple of weeks ago. Okay, yeah. So, uh, but you're getting a lot of contacts um, globally from the United States. What are some of, what is some of the feedback you're hearing at, at this stage? And, and you how know, does it make just, you feel? Yep. Just the other night, I actually had a Zoom meeting with a nurse in Ireland. She's an ostomy nurse. And just her eyes filled with tears when I read part of the book to her. At the end of the first book, there is a note to the parents to basically say, you know what? It's not an easy road, but you are your child's number one champion and advocate. Mm -hmm. And as much as you want to protect them, you don't have to. You are already raising a tenacious, resilient little child. Everything will be okay. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a beautiful message. Um, and, uh, you know, I just I want to thank you just for, obviously I don't you know, have uh, a child with an ostomy, but for, uh, for those out there and you know, going to be hearing this, just uh, want to tell you, thank you for what you're doing, because this is something that, well, we think so much of the um, sort of the people developing the medicines and the surgical techniques and all that, we forget about advocacy. We forget about just the importance of uh, what you're doing uh, and other people like you, whether they uh, be parents or, you know, patients themselves. So it's very inspiring. Uh, do, do you have a, a copy of the book with you that you could hold up and show? Uh, for I, viewers? Do. I do, I do. Uh, there it is, mycelially, beautiful. And it's available on Amazon, other Area, it is available it. on Amazon and Barnes and Noble okay. and Books a Million, Books a Million and okay. it will officially launch in March. So very excited. Really exciting. Really exciting times. Um, Kimba, any other messages you want to give to the audience while I have you? Uh, any uh, wrap up that you want to uh, give to either about the books or just general message from Campbell Dwyer to everyone out there. I just appreciate you having me on the show. This has been wonderful. It's It's been a great time. I, I really uh, enjoyed hearing about your journey. Um, and as we say on this show, um, well, this show is all about, you know, creating a better tomorrow and what you're doing uh, when I think of the hundreds of thousands of people out there, but the children as well, which we don't normally think about in this context. Uh, thank you for for them to for creating this better tomorrow through your initiatives, your writing, your advocacy. It's very inspiring work you're doing. Thank you.